mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Last hour, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Uh, we've got two lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive. He'll be here till 1. Troy's going to head out of here at about 1230, so if you've got a glass question, please call us now. That's the best thing to do before Troy leaves. We appreciate him coming down from Cheyenne, and uh, his time is valuable, and we appreciate him taking time to be with us. I want to Thanks for having another us. question real quick back to the glass coating end of things. Yep. And, and I understand the value of that, but I'm not sure everybody out there listening really gets the value of, of coating that windshield. And, and what I've learned just on my own with even, especially the product that you're mentioning, the nano uh, product, you will hardly run your windshield wipers once you put that on the windshield. Am I right in Correct. saying that? Yep. yep. It just and rolls ice, it off. Ice doesn't really want to stick to it as, as well. It, it comes right off, sheets off, which is awesome. The heavier the rain, the better it works. Yeah, it just rolls yep. The off. faster yep. you go, the better it works. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you will find yourself using windshield wipers far less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, question I've got, and there's a, a, a Bob who was on with us last week talking about all the titles and everything. There's a great article out here in a um, uh, Money Talk News. It's on a website talking about how a lot of these safety systems – are struggling in real-world conditions when there's a ton of rain coming down. So the automatic braking feature, lane departure, so on. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on all that, and does that product help with those oh, yeah. areas? Any, anything you can keep the, the camera clean on that window. That, you know, it's up in the center of your windshield. You see a little triangle up there. That's where your camera's at for your lane departure warning, lane keep assist, and, and some braking systems. And then some have the, the radar that's down in the bumpers. And that's usually the one that'll get packed full of snow, that little radar down there in the, in the bottom of your bumper, and then that give you a little thing that your collision alert it's won't work at this yeah. time is ineffective. But um, to be quite honest, I haven't tried that repellent yet on, on the bottom radar, which Ooh. a guy could probably put it on, and it might keep that snow it's from glass piling. lands. I don't know why sure. you can. Yeah, yeah. you can probably try it. But, but yeah, on the windshields, it uh, works great. You know, it keeps that ice from building up on that camera, so it'll make things work a heck of a lot better. Okay, so there but, you go, folks. Busting through drifts, you're not going to, yeah, you, you know. pack it full. <laughs> yeah, of right, it. exactly. <laughs> probably get a warning message there. All right, Brad and Bailey, you're next. Hey, John. Hey, I'm sorry to call you back right away there. Um, I heard uh, Peter, I'm hoping he's still listening, uh, ask about that 2013 Prius yes. tires. yes. Um, what I do is I, uh, I've run this Prius for a while and I do live in the mountains. So I, I do put snow tires on this one, but I've lived in Denver all my life. And even with all my front wheel drives, I've had the Hondas, Toyotas and stuff. Um, I've never found I really needed snow tires. Um, yeah. I even used to pull a little, little trailer with a snowblower in it and went out and did my snow removal in the middle of the night. And even, uh, you know, that, that was a little bit different matter. But, um, what I would recommend for Peter is, um, I get my tires from Extreme, and they've got uh, two all-season radials. Boy, I wish I could remember the, the model names of them, but they're really awesome Cooper tires, great price. 
Um, they didn't ask me to do this. It's just that I, I really appreciate their business. Well, thank you, Brad. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the thing I like about Extreme. I mean, they they do what they say they're going to do, but something that I get from them I haven't from many guys in all the years I've done this is that when they put an alignment on that car, it's right. Hmm. It's um, and I've you know I'll stay there and wait for the car. I've seen the guys, the mechanics, they'll take it out if they have to. You know, a second time, one time they took it out, a third time to make sure that thing was right hmm. and. Uh, it's always dead on. It's always those alignments are, and that's that's what I really appreciate. I appreciate about that. that. That's got to be sure. Yeah. And but I would say get on those tires, uh, Coopers. Um, I switched from Michelin. I used to get Michelin through Costco, and uh, I switched over to those Coopers, and I really like them. Good. So, Good, Brad. I, I, uh, no, thanks for the testimonial. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm sure he's still listening. So yeah. appreciate that. All right, thanks, John. Thank you, you Brad. Have... No, I appreciate that very much. Yeah, and that was a uh, folks unsolicited. I, I did not ask Brad to call back in and. Well, and he drives from Bailey that, to Extreme. So. That's Lit- awesome. Littleton to Extreme. There you go. Extreme That's a great uh, testimonial. Yeah. Uh, Wayne in Nebraska, you're next, sir. Yeah, I wanted to know if uh, Rhino product would be acceptable for uh, a finish outside tank. Uh, it will not last uh, the UV side of it. If you know, if you take a, for example, a bed liner and don't have it covered, and you just leave that bed open, you will notice after several years that bed does not look the same as it did new. Now, if you keep it covered under a bed cover, yeah, it'll, it'll look that same black or whatever color they use for a very, very long time. But typically, bed liners and Troy can talk about this better than I. But they will fade over time. What are you going to use it use it the vehicle for? Are you off-roading? Or? Well, I was going to put it on the top of my van, but I was going to come back and put a color coat on it. Well, you could. I mean, if it's on top of your van, it I guess nobody's going to see it chalking and fading anyway. Doesn't you just, matter. you just doing that for well, protection? It, yeah, it has a beaded finish, and it's a really hardy, yeah. hardy stuff. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would also help with like when it hails or so. It would. There's another product you could put on yourself for a roof like that, Wayne, and it's an actual roofing product that you put on roofs. It's a product called Geico. You can buy it yourself in a gallon jug, and you could actually do a white. They don't make it in colors. It's either white or black, I believe. But you could put a Geico product on the roof of that, and it would work fine for what you're doing. And it's made made. It's made for, for that, that. Yeah, for roofs. But is that an automotive product? No, no it's an actual roofing product. Probably but you a trailer. Can, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you can put it on RVs. It's it's mainly it's mainly used for commercial flat roofed products, Wayne, whether you've got a, a steel roof, you know, you're trying to cover that up and cover the seams and so on, or uh, like I've got some commercial buildings that have a foam roof with a urethane coating on top, that's what that product is made for. What, it comes in color? Uh, black and white color. is all, I believe. I'd have to look that up for sure, but I think it's only black yeah, or white. I would have to put, a, put another, uh, uh, whatever paint you're going to put on for the color. Yeah, now you'd have to double check because this is a silicone product, Might and silicone stick. is tough to paint over. Just right. saying. Oh, silicone. Yeah, silicone, oh. and, and uh, Troy can attest to that. Uh, silicone doesn't uh, paint real well. It's no. something about what the silicone doesn't like paint. Be pretty interesting. Well, where, where do you get that? Uh, uh, get, get you can actually get Geico from most of your paint suppliers, uh, roofing suppliers, or Amazon. Okay, we have a roof. We have a company from Sydney, a roofing company from Sydney. They could probably get, you know, it. and you're not going to need a whole lot for that van. Um, but but for what you're trying to do, and I've seen guys use this on RVs and other things along those lines. That's what that's what gave me the idea. It, it's it's going to be easier and less money than trying to do a Rhino coating. 
What kind of van do you got? Well, Napa, Napa down here has a, has a uh, what do you call it? It's, a, uh, it's not Rhino, because uh, Rhino is specialized. Right. And then most people can use it. And they, make it a, they make a paint-on type bed liner. That, that would probably work as well. I just don't know over time exposed, you know, Wayne, I, I'm guessing most of those types of products are going to develop cracks and things along those lines where the Geico will not. It's meant to be a roof product. Okay, I can check into that. And my roofer guy, Dave Hart, who's from RoofMax, who listens to the program, said white and tan are their main colors, Wayne. Yeah, but a guy could put a, uh, a acrylic enamel or I doubt on it. Top of that yet. I doubt it. No? You, cause you, it's hard to paint silicone, Wayne. It's almost yeah, impossible to paint silicone. With the Rhino product, you can paint over it. You can it. paint it because it's not silicone, but again, it's going to be brittle and it will not last as long as the other product I'm mentioning. If you're looking to seal the roof up, use the Geico. No, I'm, 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 I want it for looks and durability. That's all I want it for. Because um, I, I got hailed in on the top of the roof and it would cover a lot of that. Then that, that Napa product would probably be fine for what you're trying to do. What product? The Napa product would work fine for that. Yeah, it's an offshoot from Rhino. You could also, you know, go out and buy you several cans of the uh, Flex Seal and Flex Seal it for that matter. <laughs> Being well, honest, you could. Yeah. Yeah, Flex Seal works what, great. What is Flex Seal? Uh, I don't know what's the stuff made out of Troy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's made I, out of, but yeah. it's a spray on. I mean, you see the guy spray the boat, climb in it, and he throws off it. And I've used it. The bloody stuff works. <laughs> it really it does. It works. <laughs> yeah, that's well, right. There's, a, there's an outfit in North Platte that delivers over here, and they're a paint company. And there you go. Ask them what they've got for you, Wayne. i, I got to run yeah, to break, I Wayne. Thanks for calling. Mike and Loveland, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Increase comfortability in your home with a UV air purifying system from Absolute. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air offers dynamic air solutions you won't find at most HVAC companies. Unfortunately, not all air purification products deliver on their promises. Before selecting a product, the team at Absolute personally met with the scientists who developed the technology, installing systems in their own homes to make sure they really work. The science makes sense. Your ultraviolet purifier attaches to your furnace, killing particles like dust, mold, and even most viruses at the source before the air blows through your vents into the rest of your house. One small unit purifies the air throughout your home, eliminating odors. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today for an air purifier that works. 
720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod for its total value? Do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year? Paul Lewinberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry. American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you. Chrome stands for classic, antique, or modern classic, hot rod or street rod, replica or kit car, original, unrestored, modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, so we're back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Ken's still looking up that little device trying to figure out what this benzene in the in the foreign world is is gas. Oh, okay. It's what they call uh, overseas. I was just like, okay. Petrobenzene. So, I'm like, yeah. Benzene is a big cleaner in 44K. I still don't think it's doing anything. Things, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think so. By the way, real quick, Flex Seal. Is that something to have around the garage? Yeah. Yeah. I've used that stuff for all <laughs> sorts of projects, and it, it I don't know what's in it. I can't tell you what's in it, but the bloody stuff works. You know, we keep getting these gas tanks that get drilled, you know, people stealing gas and stuff. Uh, and, oh, jeez. Um, hey, you know. You uh... might find yourself, yeah. Flexio man. There you go. Mike and Loveland, you're next. Hey, hi, guys. I got a 1974 Dodge Power Wagon. And it's got automatic transmission on, and shifters on the column. But when I put the shifter in park now, it started acting up a little bit. Sometimes it would start when I turn the key or it wouldn't want to want to restart it. Mm-hmm. I turned the ignition key. Sometimes it would start, sometimes it wouldn't. And I could move the shifter back and forth every once in a while, and then it would go ahead and start. So, and now the only way I can get it started now is I got to shift it down into neutral, into neutral and then yeah. it'll, it starts every time. So is that, is that a tumbler problem or is there maybe something loose in the column, the steering column? I need to take the steering column apart. I thought I'd just. How much plays in the shifter itself when it's in park? Does it droop what, down? Well, that, yes, it does a little bit, okay. but it doesn't matter. I hold it up there now, no matter where I move you, it. You it can adjust that switch at the bottom of the column, Mike. I would try that first before you do anything else. Okay. Just leave it in the droop position, yeah. see if you can adjust that neutral safety switch at the bottom of the column to work properly. And if not, then you might have to actually fix the column. You might have a bad neutral switch, too. That, that could be, too. Yeah, could that go yeah. bad, too. Yeah. Could be bad Good in point. the park position. Yeah. Good. Hey, i got to give a shout-out uh, for that Dave Hart also. he I actually had him come treat my roof. 
And the most amazing thing, he had to, he sprayed the whole roof and then he had to come back a little later and do some more work and had some shingles torn off. Okay. Well, behold, I was mowing the lawn for getting rid of all the leaves and I came across one of those old shingles that had been treated. Yep. And it almost turned that thing almost 180 degrees um, and that shingle, all the old ones would just snap and crack and break right off the bat. Yep. But this is, this one's been laying down in the bushes up close to the house. It had been there for three or four months. And it had been treated, and I could actually take that old shingle, and I could almost bend it into totally itself. in half. Wow, that shows you how it works. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a great testimonial. Yeah, that's good stuff. It really is. It works very yeah, well. i got to back you up also on that Geico paint. Yep. My brother is uh, from Alaska, and, and he's ocean-going fisherman, and when he needs uh, he's he's used that before that product before. That's a fantastic paint. It is a it he is a good it's a good product. Yeah. Project and we found it. I can't remember if we found it in a boat marina in Longmont or uh, in a paint store. But a lot of the it's expensive. It but is it's worth the price. And so. So and by the way, that's something else. Dave, you know, Dave Hart does put the Geico on. If you've got a flat roof and you need some work done, uh, Dave is a uh, dealer for them and can handle that as well. Mike, I'll let him. I'll get in contact with him because yeah, okay. we amazing that you said that. One last little thing on Kim Munson's program. You know, she. I actually did hear that thing about um, in the Build Back Better build. Yes, that there was a switch for vehicles. It has its pros and cons. There's no doubt about it. And I'll be darned, there's something else I was going to, I heard that I was going to always call in about, just to let you know it's coming down the pike and we voters need to to stomp it out. But anyway. Well, if you remember, call me back or send me an email, Mike, either way. 10-4. But yeah, but call call Dave Hart on that Geico product. He can help you with whatever flat roof you've got as well or tin roof or whatever. Dave can do it all. It doesn't have to just be a shingled, you know, regular asphalt shingle roof. He can do it all. So I appreciate that. And by the way, thanks for the testimonial again. We got great sponsors. I, I, I don't know how else to say that. All the guys that are involved, guys and gals both that are involved with this program, from Troy to Ken to you, everybody, you name it, Dave. I mean, go down the list. Uh, all great guys. We vet them out. They're good people. And I deal with all of them on a routine basis. So Conrad, you're next. Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? We're good. How are you, man? Uh, good. Good hearing you. Um, I would follow up on getting that, uh, trying to get that license for my car. You're suggesting about getting that collector license for it. Yeah, I think I would. I mean, knowing where you're at in the grand scheme of things, knowing you're, you're, you know, really a year out, and if they do an emissions program statewide, which you can almost guarantee is coming, yeah, I would get collector plates on it and go that way. Well, here's the snag, John. I was reading the form, and it says 1975 and and below that, you know, so mine's a 76. So it's kind of like it's a, it's requiring a meth to get emissions test on, done on it according to that form. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I think you have to have it even for 75 and older the first time around, I believe. Well, and this form I got from Logan County uh, Clerk and Recorder's office where we register our cars at said that it was 75 and, and below, you know. so And yours being a 76, it's do. too new? Yeah, I, it's I, too new. Huh one year out huh? i and i and i'm not an expert on collector plates so i'll i mean i take your word yeah. for it i'll have to do some research on that and find out you know what the scoop is okay all right well i, I thought I don't know if I could I mean, get... maybe it's maybe it's just because they've been grandfathered right in um 
Well, I wonder if it could still get grandfathered in, you know, or as maybe a, what do they call those other kind of cars? They're, uh, I hot can't rods. think of the name of it. Mm-hmm. Horseless, yeah, hot rod. Yeah. Horse, horseless Horse carriage. carriage. Yeah. Horseless carriage, yeah. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah. I could imagine trying I, to get that thing to pass emissions. Yeah. No, yeah, it wouldn't work. Believe me, it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think. I thought it was like 30 years or something, but obviously. Well, I thought it was, and I'm trying to pull it up. Sorry, I'm I'm not talking because I'm trying to. I'm one of those guys. I can't read and talk at the same time. It's very difficult for me to do that. We either can't understand you or 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 it makes no sense. I get it earlier and don't say the right stuff. So, (laughs) yeah, I should just not read and talk at the same time. Right. Um, So it's 76 or later. So vehicles must be model 75 or earlier or model year 76 or later that was registered as a collector's item prior to September 1st, 2009. So yes, you are ineligible. Right. You are correct. Oh, bummer. Oh. Yeah. Crap. So I don't know what I'm going to do, you know. Time to move. <laughs> well, move you know, and, and yeah. right now it's, you know, right now the statewide emissions program, you know, doesn't exist. I'm just I'm anticipating and I I don't think I'm wrong in that anticipation i think with the you know current administration we have in fact i'll go as far as to say if this current administration nationally keeps going you'll see some sort of a national program not even a a, you know now that all has to be run by the states but they'll be pushed for every state to do so oh yeah don't give them any ideas john you know the the democrats are i'm i'm not again but in colorado I, i can i could easily see us having a statewide program in colorado right I just, I, well, you know, I guess I could, I go ahead and try to apply it and see see what happens, you know, and I, 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 I that's the only thing I can think to do, you know. Yeah, or you know, I, or I mean, Troy's correct, or you know, the other option you've got is find somebody that you know or you know have the ability to buy a small patch of land someplace in you know Wyoming or a place where that's not an issue and register it there. I love Nebraska. planning your plates, Montana. Got them on all, all kinds of wherever. <laughs> Okay, well, you guys have a good day. You okay? bet, Conrad. No, I appreciate that. And sorry, I, I forgot about the grandfathered end of that. So 76 is one year out of that. Arnie is next. Arnie, you're up, sir. Hi. Uh, Ken, this is not a, com- a comment on 08 Impalas, okay? Okay, good. <laughs> hey, Arnie, how you doing? Good thing, Arnie. Good. How are you? Uh, good. Uh, uh, I just wanted to comment. My experience over the years has been that particularly the person who kind of I guess runs your inspection station. In other words, the person who takes your money or whatever. They've always been grumps. At the uh, emission you know, at place. Your, a lot of them mission, are. Your emission yeah. stations. A lot of them are. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like to put this out. I've been through the one at Parker twice last week since the shop bought some new trucks, and those folks are so pleasant i couldn't believe it nice good absolutely wonderful well we want to hear that and, and promote some of those that are because some aren't well, yeah, we've heard right <laughs> I, I, I usually hear the other end yeah usually that. it's the other yeah. way around yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was i was just kind of and it was the same day see i'm doing two vehicles through there same day they actually switched the person who was doing the you know your your money taking whatever mm-hmm. you know sure. part of it pleasant very pleasant how how are you you know Oh, you passed. Everything's wonderful. You know, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. Nice. That's great. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want to hear. Are these independently or are these state-run? State. Well, 
They're, they're a conglomerate company. that runs them for right, the go, state. Go figure. Well, independent company contracted. Yeah, it's a, it's a billion-dollar company yeah. that runs these all around the world, right. Yeah, yeah. essentially. So mom and pa can't do it anymore? No, no, mom and pa's not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. did a great job in Parker. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. You know, well, yeah. thanks, no, Arnie. No, Arnie, thank Talk you very you much. Later. We appreciate that. And, and it's it's good to give some of these guys kudos that are doing it right. I'm not. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Most of the time, I hear, you know, the one over by work is, you know, just super always busy. I mean, they're just and they're big. I mean, they've got 15 lanes going across and stuff like that. They're huge. What's it cost you to get that so, done? 25. Jeez, what yeah. a racket! I want one so. of those. <laughs> 15 if it's a cl- uh, classic, if it's a tailpipe test. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right, we're going to let Troy uh, head out. He's going to do a couple recordings before he leaves anyway, so we're going to keep him here for a few more minutes. But, Troy, thanks for coming down from Shine no and problem. joining us. Thanks so for having me. It's great. Wealth of information. Fun. So Appreciate you having us. Thank you, yeah. and we'll send some <laughs> folks up your way on some of that coding and things that you Sounds do. Sounds good to me. We appreciate yeah. it very much. Yeah, any, any of you that have questions for Troy, your number directly? 307-634-8087. All right, guys, we'll come right back. Troy's going to leave us. Myself and Ken are going to stick around, though. Half hour left, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road 
whatever you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance oil change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for calling today, by the way. And I do say thanks to Troy from Cheyenne for joining us. It's, it's always a joy having him drive down from Cheyenne and be a part of what we do. And just great people, by the way. All the Novus folks we have, uh, they help sponsor their show. They're, show. they're just great people. So myself, Ken Rackley, still here. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Larry Younger answering phones. we got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. Mickey, you're next. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry yeah, Christmas, Mickey. That's right. It's coming up. I've got a suggestion for Warren up in Wyoming. Let's hear it. Well, you guys were talking about the EV rescue. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already got a 240-volt, 50-amp <laughs> uh, welder probably on the back of his truck. True. He could be the mobile rescue for Wyoming. True. <laughs> Charge, True. You know, by the mile to get to where you are. And then buy the minute for charging you up. That's, That's true. Right. You're a po- you have yeah. a great point. Because what's the, what's the choice? You, you have it towed to somewhere, and those cars are heavy. Have it towed somewhere and then plug in. True. Yeah. yeah. No, you bring a great okay. point. Yeah. People forget that yeah. those have basically generators on them already. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I've seen that used before for just that thing. Hmm. Good point. And, well... The other, the other thing was frozen pipe. My uncle used to use his for frozen pipes up in the Great White North. Uh, you'd stick one end, you'd put your ground on one end, and you'd run your cables out to the other end of the, that, inside the house, and then turn it on low. And <laughs> really? Let, but, yeah. And it, well, if you, you're putting, you're putting you're heat right. that pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I Okay, I, I can I can see that it's it's a conductor. I've never I mean, thought of that. I guess. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, well, it's but popular if, back there because if you got a really really deep freeze, people yeah. were screwed because it, it wasn't going to unfreeze till summer. If if you turn it to turn it up too high, you'll be calling the plumber anyway. But <laughs> yeah. Well, he was a plumber, but uh, he did and he did welding too. So it puts so. just enough heat in the pipes to melt the ice. Yeah. Well, you well, you put you put it on low. You sit and wait. If, if it wasn't, you know, depending on how long the run was, you you get you started getting a really good idea. Sure. You know, if you had a hundred foot run, uh, you get a pretty good idea. But with the faucets on, as soon as the water came out, you were good. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll take your makes, word for it. I've never sense. done that. Yeah. And the never had frozen one, pipes, so I never really had to worry about yeah, it. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, uh, they usually bury them at least three feet down, and if the frost gets lower than that, true, and you haven't left the water running, you're you're screwed. Yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah. Anyway, the other one. So there, that's an easy on the body for Warren if he wants to start a service. Uh, so, but on the classic car plates or yes. the collector plates, yeah, I think it's 32 years old, but you still have to get a new emissions every five years. Correct. It's 30, I believe. Well, it's th- and you have to be grandfathered. I just looked that up. If you've got one now in that era, you're out of luck. You've had to have had that done before 2009. Yes, I've got two of them. I had one's in 1985, one's in 1983. Okay. And, yeah, I, I was if I'd known that they were going to change the law, I would have done some more. Sure, too, sure. Anyway, uh, the other one, so, yeah, he might have to, if he does do it, it would still come up every five years. I don't know if they've got any intention to change it. Oh, but another comment, the people at the DMV don't have a clue. Mm-mm. You're better off doing the research yourself because Agree. the people at the counter don't have a clue. Agree. They, they, don't know what you, they don't even know what you're talking about. I don't. I still don't understand, Mickey, on a car that's 75 and older that you're going to put collector plates on, who the heck cares if it passes emissions or not? Why does that matter? Well, well, back back when I was grandfathered, you did it once just to prove it to them that it was a runner. Okay. Does, I mean, was, does it have to pass, or does it just have to go through the test? Well, mine passed, so... I mean, this says the vehicle must have passed an emissions test meeting the standards of Part 3 of Article 4 of this title. So yeah. it, it has mean, to pass a test. It's an idle test, right. and they're just yep. testing out what, yeah, what, how much yeah, there's percentage... Still, there's, still two, there's still two places here in Denver that do the idle test that aren't the uh, Air Care Colorado. One's on Yosem- near Yosemite and Colfax, and one's way over on the west side. Yeah, yeah. There are a few still around. I don't know. And they'll do that for those collector cars only. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Good to know. Only, they can only test eighty and older. Got it. Actually, I think it was eighty-two and older because that's when the big change came. Uh, or eighty-one and older. Eighty-two came. Uh, OB, or has the uh, yeah. OBD one. Yeah. The uh, or um, eighty-two has the dyno or the right. Yeah. Yeah. IM two forty. Yeah. So eighty-one yep. and older. That's right. But eighty-one was the only year that you had to pass idle and twenty-five hundred RPM. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, hope that helps. Okay. No, that does. Thank you, Mickey. Appreciate that. Good info. Uh, Arnie calling back. Go ahead, Arnie. And we have lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Go ahead, Arnie. Just, just quickly back, you know, Ken knows. I, I can tell you that the 60 years that I've been exposed to AC and DC welding machines, mm-hmm. unsawing pipes is standard practice. Yeah. Good to know. So, okay, so explain. I, I've never, by the way, never done this. Never had frozen pipes. Where, so what? <laughs> what do you hook to what, Ernie? Well, basically, the pipe becomes the, con- the conductor. I get that. You, you, you want you want distance between what's frozen. You know, let's say your silcock froze up, right? Okay. Let's just point or or the pipes that are you know the the, the construction in houses through more recent years. You know, where they particularly when where the house offsets out from the the lower level 
uh, oh, sure. and, they, and, they, and they put the piping, <laughs> they yeah, put the piping on the outside wall. The uh-huh. Outside faucet, yeah. Okay. So you find, you find an isolation direction where you can be at the end of the plumbing, if you will. Yeah. That's not a very good explanation. No, that makes sense. what to yeah. say. So that now that copper... You know, we're talking mm-hmm. copper now. Right. You, you, you're, you're, you're looking for trouble if you're going back into cast iron. But sure. you're, looking, you're, you're looking for copper. It's a good conductor. Very low resistance. Mm-hmm. So the point is, you, you, uh, you know, I have a welder at home here that, that gives you the setting for doing that. Huh. So, you so get... you've got a long stretch of copper. Obviously, when you put current through it because it's going to go all the way through sure then it's going to see enough resistance so that it gives a little bit of elevation of temperature in that copper and so that's what melts that's sure. what melts your ice so you just have to have long enough cables on your welder to make that circuit make that and be able to get distance. to where you need to get to yeah. right exactly well, you may you may even need to punch a hole in the wall yeah <laughs> right right sure yeah, depending on what's going on. Okay. That, and, and then because you're putting one lead on one end of the pipe, the other lead on the other end of the pipe, putting it on low on the it. welder, turning it on, and away you go. You're yeah. shorting the sucker out. Yep. In in effect, but you've yeah. got a, a much lower voltage, and you've got either a yeah. Learn something new every day. <laughs> or you've got an AC buzz box with sure. a transformer that can handle the flow rate without burning itself up, of course. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But, but, you know, from industrial standpoints, that's been done for a long, long time. Makes, I, you know, it may have, but it's the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Well, you... <laughs> well, with the wire feed welder, probably wouldn't well, work. Well, and, and again, yeah. I've never had, you know, I've yeah. never had frozen pipes, so I've never... Right, never needed to do never, that. Never yeah. needed to... Yeah, I've never really had to worry about it, and I'm not yeah. in that trade, so, yeah, I've never had that's to deal with it. story. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I just, I just was... Because uh, it was... Sounded like it was new to it, new to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd, I mean, it makes total sense. I just never, yeah, never really had frozen pipes, and but yeah, it makes total sense. You 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 ought to know what you're doing when you do this. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> well, if you put it on high, it'll do it much faster, won't it? <laughs> it really will. It'll boy, it'll get the it'll get the ice out of there because the ice will drop out the hole. Yeah, right. That you that created it just blew in the plumbing. In the, in the plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that part. Again, I thank you. I've you, well, yeah. learned learn something new every day. That's what you guys say, and sometimes this dumbo actually knows something. Oh, well, you are you guys. <laughs> I mean, no, you guys are there on that, the plumbing Arnie. side. Yeah. I I would have I would have never thought of doing that. So, hey. Well, yeah. Now we now we know if we ever. It have makes total sense. Yeah. Thanks. So guys. okay, so here's a dumb question. I mean, can you actually feel the pipe warming up while you're doing this I've to kind of know to when that. to shut it off? Or I have never had to do that. Okay. Huh. I, I mean, never. I would imagine. I mean, it's probably going to heat up to 70, 80 degrees probably to melt that know. pretty quick, I would imagine. I don't I mean, know. It's and it like doesn't get hot enough to bother any of the solder the joints, joints or anything along those lines. Yeah. Well, you got that on low. too, obviously. Yeah, right. Yes. If you're too close, probably. I have, I've never experienced it. Uh, I, I quite honestly have never experienced it. Years uh, a a frozen pipe. I've never either. So I mean, again, I'm not. 
Well, I live in a I live in a tri-level house, and all the plumbing is right up through the middle. Yeah, yeah, right. sure. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's super yeah. Pr- protected and all that. Yeah. And 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 no, a lot of and, houses aren't though, so I get that. Makes yeah, sense. Big time. You get a north side or a right. right wind coming certain well, directions. And they, and cold snap, heat us off, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this, it seemed to me in the seventies, eighties, and that kind of vintage, where they were changing the approach to houses. You know, they weren't. They're not brick. First of all, they're not brick houses. They're and and they go into these these uh, where they offset an upper level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By a couple uh-huh. of feet. Right. And then they stick the plumbing out there in that sucker. Yeah. Well, and questionable insulation. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, if it's covered so, or not. Yeah. You know. No, it makes total sense. I get it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. again, I'm thanks. I'm, I'm learning. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it very much. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Arnie. Right. Appreciate thanks, it very Arnie. much. I, I even pulled, as you guys were talking, it was a YouTube video of some guy actually taking a short piece of pipe and melting the Ice yeah. right out of it. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Well, there was something that we did, you know, something similar to that. Must have been an older battery charger, you know, that we that we strewn the battery cables because there was one section. This was at work a long time ago that we did a battery charger that way. But you could hear it come on for, you know, 10 seconds and then go off. Of course, it was being Cycle. overloaded. Sure, but, um, sure. But, yeah, I, that okay. re- just reminded me of that. I'm like, there we oh, go. Yeah, All right, well, got another segment left. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. In these difficult times, Arvada West Auto and Truck is geared up servicing and maintaining their customers' vehicles. Throughout the COVID disruption, they still manage to keep their staff busy every day. As a reminder, Arvada West Auto and Truck specializes in electrical, climate control, brakes, tune-ups, emission failures, exhaust, steering, suspension, drivability issues, and maintenance services. Come visit or call Arvada West Auto and Truck. 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. 
You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. Appreciate it very much. Again, Troy from uh, Novus and Cheyenne drove down and uh, joined us for the most of the show, and I appreciate that very much. Ken Rackley with me, Tune Tech Automotive out in Aurora. Larry Unger answering phones, of course, and Charlie Grimes. One thing to remember, too, today, folks, the high wind warning. Uh, I don't see the flag down here blowing super hard yet, but potentially, uh, I think as the day progresses, we could see more and more wind. We do have time to take a couple more phone calls. If you'd like to call in any question you've got, uh, we'll take it. 303-477-5600. Again, 303-477-5600. I did have a chart that I've got a couple of minutes here we could go over today. There is some new research out on where the most expensive areas in America are to own and run a car in a 10-year time frame. We, believe it or not, come in at Number 10 hmm. out of all of the, uh, what is there, 50 states right, and some territories and others included probably, so probably even a few more than that. But out of all the states, we come in number 10. Believe it or not, Louisiana is the most expensive place to own a car over 10 years. Huh. And I don't know. As I look through this, so here's the criteria? top 10. How do they judge well, that? You know, um it- let you me know, parking costs. Let me get the I mean, full yeah, report wonder. here. Yeah. Um, okay, annual amount of depreciation, annual fuel costs, annual insurance costs. Of course, annual you know maintenance and all of that is included in this sure. as well. So I mean this this is looking at several different factors, and the price of fuel being one of them, but even insurance and. One thing I was going to look at here, let me get back to the chart, is if you look at the top states, it's Louisiana, Nevada, California, Hawaii, Florida, Missouri, Wyoming is number seven, believe it or not, Utah, another neighboring state, number eight, Rhode Island, nine, Colorado, ten. And the predicted costs, these are 2031, by the way, predicted costs, because they go 2011, 2021, and so on. Oh. So if you look at the predict, pre- predicted costs, 
Louisiana comes in at $7,125. Colorado's $5,911. Point being, I say this all the time, if you're driving any vehicle for the most part, uh, brand new vehicles I know are a little less than this, but their annual ownership, you have to include the price of the car and so on into that. But just maintenance fees on an average vehicle is about twelve to $1,500 a year per vehicle. Sure. Not yeah. too far off on that, am I? No, uh-uh. No, not at all. I mean, newer vehicles, of course, you don't have as much. But as they age, you know, things come in more. And, yeah, but, I mean, it's just to keep them going. Cheapest. And make, make sure they last as long as they can. Cheapest states. One, believe it or not, New York, followed by Ohio, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, North Dakota, Minnesota, Virginia, Mississippi, and Maine. So, Though Louisiana was found to be the most expensive cost of owning and running a new car, Nevada was revealed to have the biggest price increases, uh, increasing their cost by just over 70%. California finds itself the third most expensive state to own a car, yet is placed in the 22nd largest increase in price, suggesting that California prices have been and always have been very expensive. We already knew that. Hawaii also is on that list because their, their fuel prices there are much, much higher Sure. And I don't anticipate that changing. So, anyways, there's some research out on that. Not that that really it doesn't change anything for any of you listening, driving, and what you do. You can pretty much plan on budgeting. In this state, I would say fourteen, fifteen hundred a year is what you should be budgeting for repairs, maintenance, and so on, because that's about what you're going to spend no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere. If yeah, you're the exactly. budgeting kind of guy, that's what you're going to yeah. end up, mm-hmm. you know, doing and spending over time. And uh, what I always found interesting in when I was on Ken's side of the fence, was just how many people would come in that had no budget. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, this broke? Oh, how am I going to fix that? I don't know, but you're driving. <laughs> and if you're going to keep driving, you're going to have to spend the money. Uh, you know, yeah. there's no choice here. Right. It's just how this works. So yeah. one last call today before we go to the end of the hour. Jim and Lakewood, you're next, sir. Hey, how's it going? Good, sir. Uh, I, I have an 86 Cadillac that's been sitting for about three years okay. or more. It's got 117,000 miles on it, 17,000 miles on a rebuild motor. The motor's good, but it won't start. And I'm certain that it's the fuel pump and bad fuel and that kind of so stuff. So it cranks but won't uh, start? Correct. Okay, so we call that in, our, in the industry as a service advisor would write that, crank, no start. Diagnose, crank, no start. So it's turning over but will not start. Uh, yeah, so how old is the fuel that's in it, the three years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it won't fire on that, yeah. ever. Yeah. No. Has it been in a garage, I take it? Uh, I wish. No, it's been outside. It it's got even worse. damage a couple yeah. of years ago. And- uh-huh. yeah, so first things first, you have to pump that fuel out or find somebody that will pump that fuel out and dispose of it properly. Guarantee if you if you put your nose to it and sniff it, it'll be varnished. Yeah, right. It'll smell awful. Oh, yeah, it's varnished. Okay. Yeah. So it's, done that. Yeah, it will not start because it's varnished. So the first things first, even if fuel pump and all that's working, no matter what, it's it's not gonna you know it's not gonna pump that fuel and make it run on that particular. There's not enough volatility in the fuel right. to run is is the issue. Do you hear the fuel pump click on and cycle on when you turn the key on? No. Okay. So more than likely it's definitely plugged. definitely it's, needs a fuel pump. And that could be yeah. varnished up as well. Right. Which in that case, if if you know if we're gonna go down Take that route, get the fuel out of it, get the tank down, clean it all out, boil it out properly, put a pump in it, put it back together. Yeah. That would be the ticket. That's what's yeah, going to have to happen. What, what kind of caddy is it, Jim? 
It's a Seville. Okay. Four door Seville. Okay. And uh, grandma's car, full leather interior. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's it's a clean car mostly, except for the hail damage. Sure. Uh, it's been outside. But it's been outside. Yeah. And uh, question you have to ask is: you know, Is the car worth doing all this to it? Right. I mean, you could even get that's, into that's a good question too. Like I mean, that, honestly. Yeah. No offense, that car's not worth a lot of money. Street right. value. That, that car's probably worth more scrap, Jim, than it is fixing. <laughs> I'm being honest. That's yeah, that car will probably for. bring yeah. you know six, seven hundred bucks, maybe seven, maybe eight hundred dollars in scrap. You'd have to call around and find out, but it's probably not worth fixing. I hate to say. You're, yeah, I mean, you're probably looking. Yeah, I'm with you. Diagnostic, a fuel pump, if that's the case. You know, You'll have a couple grand least, in this thing fixing yeah, it. Easy. Because they're going to charge you to dispose of the fuel. So get the tank down. Got to dispose of the fuel. There's going to be a charge for that. Got to put a pump in it. And if there's anything else going on, to your point a moment ago, tires, even, tires injectors, things breaks, like yeah. that. I mean, you've got all these other things now that are there, just other belts, hoses, things that have been sitting now this entire time. I know it's got a fairly new engine, but you got to weigh all of what we just set out and figure out, is it worth fixing? We call it the Clyde Scrap the Caddy. <laughs> um, in this case, yeah. you might be better off just calling some of the local you know, yards. That If you got good title to it, they'll take it, write you a check for it upon uh, the weight. Usually they weigh it out first to determine its weight and then write you a check for it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's got the good wire wheels on it and... There's a lot of good parts on it. Yeah, you, know, you hate to see that stuff go, but it's an 86 Caddy. No offense, right. there's not a lot of those running around that people need parts for. And not very many people yeah. that will work on that either. No, that's the other thing. Yeah, you got to find somebody to even take it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because it's, it's getting – I mean, keep in mind, I had this conversation with a listener the other day. I've got a minute to kind of explain this. But you get 10, even 15 years of age and older, Jim, a lot of shops aren't working on it, period. Because of the parts availability, well, the knowledge of the techs, on and on we go. I mean, the, 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 the industry is so vast in all of the knowledge needed to fix late model cars that a lot of guys don't even have the experience to fix an 86 Caddy. Yeah, I do a lot of work myself. Sure. I mean, I did ball joints on my Chevy truck sure. and tie rod ends and uh, changed everything over to kryptonite. Sure. And, uh, well, and on this car, the thing to do would be, parts. you know, even if you can do it yourself, you've got to get the tank out, got to get it cleaned, got to get a fuel pump in it. At that point, I mean, if you can do all that stuff yourself and get to the point where you can determine if it's runnable at that point and then to see if you want to keep or sell the car, that's, you know, that's your call at that point. Jim, i got to let you go. We're up against the top of the hour, though. That's the approach I would take. If you can do it yourself, great. If not, paying somebody to do all that, it isn't yeah. going to be worth it. You're right. I can tell you that right now. So, Ken Rackley, right. Tune Tech Automotive, give me your phone number. 303-364-3391. All right, folks, that's it. We will be back. Uh, don't forget Monday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Otherwise, you'll hear us again on Sunday. And if you've been listening on Sunday, thank you very much. We do appreciate that. We'll be back, though, next week, same time, same place. Myself, Ken, Charlie, and Larry signing off. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.